0: I'll have a new home Glory, glory With the redeemed Never, Never stand There'll be no more sorrow no, no more pain There'll be no more strife, strife. No more strife. strife. Yes, raising the likeness in of my like this His likeness to live I'll, I'll, glad. Glad. I'll have a new body Praise, Praise the Lord I'll have a new life Youthful and happy I shall be, I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, glorified with Him forever, death will be lost in victory. the Lord, I'll have a new life, oh, yes. I'll have a new home, glory, glory, glory. with the redeemed, never stand, there'll be no more sorrow, no more pain, pain. there'll no be no, no more strife. Strife. No strife, yes, raising the likeness of so likeness, ready to live, I'll, I'll be glad. glad, I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord, Lord, I'll have a new life, life. eternal life. why? When the last trump of God shall sound I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord I'll have a new life, new eternal grace. All bursting saints are shouting Heavenly beauty all around I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord I'll new have a new life, I'll have a new home Glory, glory, with reading no Never God no more pain, there'll be no more strife. No strife. Yes, raising the likeness of so this likeness. We're ready to live, I'll we'll be, be glad. glad. I'll have a new body, praise,
1: praise the Lord. I'll have a new
0: life, life, life.
1: Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. This is your host, Bruce Kessler. Welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friend. Hey, just want to let you know that I'm one of the followers of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see in him I found forgiveness, joy, happiness, peace, and blessings beyond imagination, more than I could ever deserve. My goal here is very simple, friend, that is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we're going to be talking about what I wish I knew then, what I know now. But first, a few things along the way. Headline news! Get this. Get this, folks. A federal judge last week ruled that a Christian professor was properly disciplined by an Ohio university when he refused to use the preferred pronouns of a biological male student who identifies as female. Nicholas Merriweather, a philosophy professor at Shawnee State University in Ohio, filed suit in 2018 after the university placed a written warning in his personal file for not calling a biological male student miss and she the student's preferred title and pronoun there you go folks mary weather who is a professing evangelical christian argued in his initial complaint that calling a biological male miss would violate his sincere held religious beliefs that god created human beings as either male or female and that gender is fixed. Weather often uses titles such as Mr. and Miss and phrases like Yes Sir and Yes Ma'am in Class, believing it benefits dialogue and show respect. Well, there you go, folks. There you go. There you go. Christian professor must use students' transgender pronouns. Judge rules. That's something to think about, folks. Something to think about indeed. Well, I get this. Get this. An atheist group is demanding an Illinois city remove a well-known cross from a mural saying it is inappropriate and unconstitutional for such a symbol to be on government land. The mural in Effingham, Illinois, was painted on an overpass near Effingham High School And shows a United States flag alongside a white cross, an obvious obvious reference um, to the cross at the crossroads, a 198 foot white cross that rests on private land in Effingham and is one of the top tourist attractions. It even has a visitor center. The tall cross was completed in 2001 and dedicated. On September 16th that year, five days after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Well, there you go, folks. Isn't that something? They want that thing to come down. They claim that it is inappropriate and unconstitutional for a government-owned mural to prominently feature a religious display such as the Latin Cross. It is especially inappropriate where the display is placed in a location where it will predominantly be, be viewed by public school children. Mm mm mm. The one man said The cross on the mural is not forcing religion on anyone, it's part of our community. There you go, folks. Atheist group strikes again, demanding removal of 9 11 cross painting from city property. Mm Mm-mm-mm. Got to remove those hideous crosses, folks. It's disturbing, disturbing indeed. Well, now, get this, get this. 20-year-old singer Samantha Diaz delivered an emotional audition on ABC's American Idol last week, concluding it all by asking the judges to pray with her. The singer who goes by Just Sam was adopted by her grandmother as a child and lives in a project in Harlem, New York. She's loved to sing since she was a kid and spends much of her time in the subways collecting money after her impromptu performances. My mother wasn't there for me growing up, neither was my father. My grandmother made sure we were fed, had a roof over our heads, and had clothes on our backs. Diaz's grandmother, Elizabeth, gave her granddaughter three pieces of advice before her audition. Believe in yourself, believe in God, and learn to forgive people. While holding hands around the judge's table, the four prayed, Heavenly Father, Lord, make my life brand new right here, right now, with my friends and my new fam. Amen. Amen, folks. Isn't that heartwarming? Grateful God put you in front of us, American Idol contestant praise with judges after emotional audition. Audition. Wow. That is just awesome. God is great, folks. God is great indeed. And that's our headline news for this broadcast. Now this day in church history On this day in church history Zuni Indians kill Father Francisco de la in 1632 and dance with his scalp on a pole He had been among Spanish missionaries attempting to impose a Christian regime on the Pueblo Indians Folks, it's tough out there. If you're a child of God and you want to be a minister in these foreign locations, it is indeed tough, and you need our extra prayers. In 1649, the Westminster Assembly adjourns, having held 1,163 sessions over a period of five years, six months, and 22 days. They were known for their solemn fast and long hours of prayer. Mm. Think about that, folks. And then finally, on this day in church history, in 1911, death in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, of Frances E. W. Harper, an African-American woman who had labored in the anti-slavery cause alongside workers such as Julia Ward Howell and Frederick Douglass. She had published a volume of poems when 21 years of age. And that's this day in church history. And now we have, folks, a little bit of fun. Name that Bible character segment. Here is your clue. I am the book from which comes the phrase A Drop in the Bucket, What Book Am I? Here is the clue one more time. I am the book from which comes the phrase, A Drop in the Bucket, What Book Am I? We'll reveal the answer following our study segment, so stay tuned, folks, for that exciting reveal. And our final segment of Name That Bible Character. Okay, folks, just to get you a little cup of coffee here. we got study time right now. And we're going to be talking about what I wish I knew then, what I know now. Isn't that an interesting topic to discuss? What I wish I knew then, what I know now. Well, get your cup of coffee, whether you like a hot cup of coffee or a cold drink or whatever it is. Let's get together and let's talk about God's Word. Let's say a little prayer before we get into our topic. Heavenly Father, we just humbly come before you in this broadcast. I ask a special blessing on all the listeners of this program that they may be alive. That God will shine his light on them and they will reflect that light in their lives in Jesus name. I pray. Amen What I wish I knew then what I know now I think for me I guess you can just say it could be a whole multitude of topics but for me It's about lust as a young man. I had a great deal of problems tackling that um, issue of, of lustful desires and uh, I needed to have a, a good picture, a good handle on understanding the place of sex and in, um, in God's powerful word. And um, I don't think it's like my parents. I grew up in, a, in, a, in the church. I grew up with wonderful parents. I just don't think it was um, the lack of them. I just... Didn't ask the right questions, and I wish I would have knew ways that I could have um, attacked that issue. Um, and that, I guess that's that's the question: Why is that issue so blurred, and why is Satan so eager to attack young men uh, with this uh, uh, thing called lust, lustful desires? Um, and we have a tendency to think and mistake broken for normal in today's world. And modesty is a, is a problem for men and women all over the place. I mean, every day you just go down and you see these uh, uh, billboards and uh, you see the uh, 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 all, all the stuff on TV. And it, it's just a constant assault, constant assault. I, I, I wish that I knew then about lust in, in, in the place of sex i'd like to start out reading in first corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1 now concerning the things which you wrote to me i guess they all had the same problems that we face today in that area it is good for a man not to touch a woman nevertheless because of sexual immorality let each man have his own wife and let each woman have her own husband you see that's the key right there you see, there is a place for sex to be beautiful and glorified and honored by God. And there's nothing bad about it. We, a lot of us grew up thinking that sex was bad and it was something awful. and We couldn't talk about it. And there was something that uh, you just couldn't bring up. And we didn't. And therefore, we ran into a lot of problems. But here he puts it just simply right to the point. Uh, he says, because of sexual immorality, you need to get married And you don't need to burn in lust. You don't need to uh, need to you need to understand that sex was created by God. It's not evil. It's only evil when Satan twists it a little bit. And we need to remember, I'm going to get a drink of my cup of coffee right here, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is a very serious issue that we're talking about, Right. Who am I living for? I guess that's the, that's the question. Who, who should I live for? And who, uh, who needs to be represented in my body? I mean, even my spiritual heart, spiritual mind, but even in my physical body. Paul has an answer for this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 12. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any foods for the stomach and stomach for the foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God gave both, raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his own power. You you, you get the drift of what uh, the Apostle Paul is talking about here, that that. You just can't go around and disrespect your body and give yourself over to sexual immorality because, after all, if you believe in Jesus, God owns you. You've given your life over to him. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body unto her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Making this thing clear and simple. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. so that is a powerful reminder of who we're supposed to live for spiritually and physically in our body. we the two cannot be separated. Can't just go around and committing sin and sexual immorality and thinking, oh, hallelujah, I'm saved and there's nothing wrong with me, when indeed it's just the opposite. I need to be reminded that God died for you and you need to glorify God in your body and in your spirit. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Notice what he says here in verse 11. And do this knowing the time that now is high time to awake out of your sleep. It's high time, friend, that you listen to God instead of listen to the voices of the world. Many voices calling for your attention right now. For now our salvation is nearer than when ye first believed. The night is far spent, and the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. But that's key. That's central right there. Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Don't put yourself in compromising situations. Don't purposely place yourself in tempting, in, in being tempted beyond which you uh then then now sometimes you can't um you can't stop from being tempted, no matter what the situation is. But there's a lot of times you can. So avoid those and uh and know that God has a way of escape. And that's what he says in 1 Corinthians in chapter 10, right? 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and uh verse 13 no temptation has overtake you except such as common to man, but God is faithful. I love that. Underline it. God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Not that it will disappear and go away magically, but you be able to bear it, deal with it, focus on something else, focus on Jesus Christ and learn to live your life in honor and glory and... Uh, be a good ambassador for Jesus Christ. John chapter three in verse twenty one says this as we draw to a close. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. You see, the truth of the matter is we should all want to live in such a way that it is evident who we believe, it is evident what our choices are and why they matter. It is, uh, it is clear that we have given our lives over to Jesus Christ. Friend, have you done that? Maybe you too uh, are like I am. What I wish I knew then, what I know now, I need a, new, a lot more about lust and sex. And I pray, friend, that you do too and that you live your life in honor and glory. And devotion to Jesus Christ. And that's our study for this broadcast. And now we have named that Bible character. Here was your clue I am the book from which comes the phrase a drop in the bucket. What book am I? Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 15 Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the aisles as a very little thing. I am the book from which comes the phrase, a drop in the bucket. What book am I? Isaiah. And name that Bible character. Well, friend, you too can become a follower of Jesus Christ. You can find forgiveness in him, joy, peace, happiness. You can be blessed beyond measure. Come to Him in faith. Come to Him in confession. Come to Him in baptism. And you will be blessed beyond measure more than you ever deserve. My goal here has been very simple. That is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion and life in Jesus Christ. If you ever come through Norman, Oklahoma, stop by and visit with us at the South Canadian Valley Church of Christ but if you can't stop by stop by our website normanchurch.com 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 well friend i just want to tell you this thank you thank you for listening to this broadcast may god bless you
0: praise god praise god give thanks to the father in all in all that you say and do well amen amen Sing glory, hallelujah. Christ the Lord has died for you. Praise God. Praise God. Give thanks to the Father in all all that you say and do. Well, amen. Amen. Sing glory, hallelujah. Christ the Lord has risen for you. Praise God. Praise God. Give thanks to the the Father in all all that you say and do. Well, amen. Sing glory, hallelujah, Christ the Lord is living for you. Praise God, God. give thanks to the Father in all all that you say and do. Well, amen, amen, sing glory, hallelujah, Christ Christ the Lord is coming for you. Christ the Lord is coming for you. Christ the Lord is coming for you.